Hello. Hello. I am here. I am recording. I'm just waiting for the man, Andrew, formerly known as Andrew, informally known as Andy. So how much of the PlayStation news are we doing? Because Jesus Christ, dude, that's a lot. I, I think we can keep this pretty freeform, like just okay. fucking talk about that stuff. When we get sick of talking about that stuff, we'll go on to breakouts and then... Like, group chat, if there is anything. Oh, did you uh, finish what we do in the shadows? I did, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they, keep it chill. And these seasons on cliffhangers, that's for sure. I, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, no, I have to wait a year. Definitely feel like the season uh, maybe kind of peaked in the middle. They had a really hot run of episodes for a while, like... Mm-hmm. Four or five in a row. Petered out a little I bit think, at the end, but good. Well, I think the last episode in both seasons was more of like a setup for yeah more conflict in the next season, which leads to mm-hmm. golden episodes. And also, like, you know, a lot of what the show does best is when it goes completely non sequitur and does like a episodic concept. Like, you're like, what if Colin got a promotion? Right. I, it, what if, uh, you know, what if Laszlo had to run away and use a disguise like those those can be kind of like when the show really shines and those will never be like the season finale or season premiere mm-hmm. which are usually going to be dealing with more of like the overarching story the um yeah the world building world exploration episodes i think are definitely uh the best ones like yeah, how does Colin Robinson work? What if he just got super powerful? Or what if mm-hmm. Laszlo just stopped being a vampire? That, yeah. And, and it leads to the payoffs in mm-hmm. the, the big episodes. Like, when Colin is, like, he, he's pointing out, like, the big names in the energy vampire community. <laughs> and it's just, like, Helen. And, like, and it's just, like, normal people. And meanwhile, like, the the regular vampire celebrities are, like, you know grabnar the terrible and he looks like a demon and stuff like and he's just like oh it's helen guys don't embarrass me helen's here guys helen's here oh shit oh my god is that tom smith jeez exactly (laughs) i like i like the episode with the uh with the like multicultural werewolf guy (laughs) of dipshits (laughs) And I like it because it's the third episode, and that's as far as I've gotten. <laughs> no. Baron's Night Out. It's the promised land. Oh, I really feel there. like it's when it's going to click. Mm. And we have plenty of clicking to do now that voluntary viewing is back with episode 99. Took some time off. Now we're here. We are better than ever. And happy birthday, Ryan. Yay. Ooh. Happy day after birthday. I sent you $10 for your birthday. <laughs> what mm. a nice gift of you guys to give me the quickest poker win of all time. <laughs> <laughs> In about an hour flat. It was very nice of you guys. I, I, I can't help but feel like the the, the kid beating, being treated with kid gloves. It's like, oh yeah, good on you, Ryan. <laughs> You did really great back there. Yeah, we all just, you know, met up beforehand yeah. on, on Skype call and we're like, 
hey guys, we know it's Ryan's birthday today, and so we wanted to finally give him a win. (laughs) So... He's let's been really see, struggling. Like, let's, let's make some bad decisions out there, guys. And... <laughs> yeah. I will say, it definitely was a little cheapened when Michael had the whole bonfire reveal. A little bit, And I was yeah. like, okay, so... That's... <laughs> he was just playing it fast. He was. He was. I was like, Jesus, Michael is playing it real hard. So I was just like, okay, this is going to be really easy. I just set a trap, and then <laughs> I'm going to steal a lot of money. And then Michael revealed why he was playing so fast and hard. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's like, I well, gotta get out of here, guys. I guess it's a little cheapened, but oh well. So. Anyway. And I was drunk. <laughs> okay. Excuses. Right? Also, before we get into everything else, I feel like we should definitely address Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Go for it. Like, I, I don't know. Like, it felt like. I mean, and also, like, we're definitely a part of it being, you know, a, a group of people that is now going back to their quote-unquote regularly scheduled programming with this podcast, and I feel like we should not allow it to do that. Um, There was a fatal shooting in the city of Atlanta, Mm -hmm. Rayshard Brooks, um, and there was a full video of it, clear evidence of police using lethal force when it wasn't necessary. And um, yeah, big protests and riots in Atlanta, and uh, Wendy's burned down. Seems yeah. to always be the Wendy's, because um, I think people don't care about Wendy's, right? It's it's like the target of restaurants. It's just like who cares? Yeah, this doesn't I matter. Think, um, well, and I know most major chains do this, but I think uh, owners of Wendy's pretty they, they they're pretty big uh, conservative politician backers. So mm, sure, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, it was just another reminder that this shit is not done and that most major social media outlets unless you're getting a lot of retweets aren't clogging up your feeds mm-hmm. with uh black lives matter content anymore they've probably made adjustments so that that doesn't happen and we need to not uh let it die basically yeah don't don't just let things die down stay angry stay determined stay focused hell yeah like it's absolute bullshit what's going on and and like, the thing the thing that bothers me the most about this is that this is not by any means abnormal yeah. what happened with Rayshard Brooks in Atlanta like this is your run of the mill uh average everyday police killing a guy that did not need to die mm-hmm. shooting him in the back and like preceded by like what was apparently like a like over a half hour long like good conversation because a little, little bit of context, he, like, had fallen asleep in his car in the parking lot of, what, what, was it a Wendy's? I believe so. Yeah, I it think, was a Wendy's. It was I, I that was, Wendy's was, that burned down. Okay, so, so that that's why they burned that mm-hmm. Wendy's down. But um, he had fallen asleep in his car in the parking lot. Someone called the police. They showed up, and apparently things were just kind of fine. They're like, well, we're going to arrest you now. And he's like, no. And then, like, there was a bit of a struggle and then everyone's like, oh, he, he resisted. He resisted being, arrest. He deserves yeah, exactly. to die. Ex- exactly. It's a That's, death sentence. That That is what I've been seeing. It's, well, if you resist the police, you will die. Like, <laughs> like that is just a normal thing. Yeah. Like, if you resist the police, you will die. And, and the people like, yeah. saying that are the same people that are just like, you're making us live in our homes. Like, yep. you maniacs. And then meanwhile, we'll just do exactly what the police say. And you and won't may- die, maybe. But you still yeah, might. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> still still, solid chance. It's just, 
It's so fucked. And like we I've seen this every fucking day for mm-hmm. years. It it's it's insane. And and the thing is is that most of the time when stuff like this happens, the person doesn't die. So it doesn't make the news cuz like the media is not going to report on man arrested and you know pled guilty to resisting arrest because police said we don't want you to be here and they said fuck off and the police said well i'm going to beat the shit out of you now yeah and like most of it's not caught on camera and like this is just normal like like that's just what police do like if you do not do exactly what i say i can and will make the rest of your life shit mm-hmm. oh, it's a and total it's, power trip and mm-hmm. and i feel like because Erica Shields stepped down, the Atlanta police chief. Yeah. She was very public with, like, she's one of the good ones. Like, she's mm. kneeling with protesters and she's out there talking to people. It just shows that it's completely irrelevant. Yeah. Like, all of that grandstanding matters absolutely zero in the grand scheme of things. Like, every time you retweet a video of cops and protesters hugging, it's irrelevant because literally... Sometimes as soon as an hour later, they're tear gassing and pepper spraying and shooting with rubber pellets. It's and then just a goddamn even a, a day later, killing people like who yep. are innocent of anything, uh, any wrongdoing at all. He wasn't even like, yeah, his crime was resisting arrest for a crime that was nothing. Mm-hmm. Like George, George Floyd accused of forging a $20 check, like one of the pettiest of crimes. This crime was literally nothing. He was sitting there, dude. Like, it's it's just insane. I, it's it's a real thing. And amid all of this, like, there's just other stuff going on. And yeah, yeah, just keep the donations coming. Keep the protests coming. Uh, they're they're just as big as they ever were. They're just not quite as big on social media as they were probably as a result of tweaked algorithms. Mm-hmm. Which is great. You gotta love when social media companies do that. It's super shady. Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, we'll uh, we will definitely link uh, Act Blue again in the description uh, of this episode. So please check that out. Uh, please support if you can. Um, if not, definitely definitely other ways you can help out. Uh, again, if you're able to oh. attend protest, much appreciated. Please be safe uh, while you're doing that, though. And, uh, yeah, if you are in a position to, be sure to elevate the uh, voices of the people who, um, again, are more familiar with, more directly familiar with their stuff than what we are and uh, able to speak better to it. And if you can, you know, check out the quarantine cast as the week goes on. We've been trying to use that. Okay, not not trying to use that as like a plug, but like, you know, yeah. we, we've been trying to use those little mini episodes of the podcast throughout the week to keep you guys informed on all the stuff that's happening as it changes and it, it does keep changing very quickly. So that's where we're going to try to, you know, you know, make some use of our time and get the news out. But we have some entertainment news to talk about again, finally, which is a big part of why we're doing this episode. And the people talking about that entertainment news are going to be a man who rocks a popped collar even harder than the PlayStation 5, Andrew Clark. Hey, I'm the Fonz, the the PlayStation 5 of uh 50s tv show characters and playstation 5 is the fonz of video game consoles that 
symbiotic relationship. It sounds like a very odd Tumblr account, and I kind of want to check to see if this is a real thing now. <laughs> PlayStation 5 as the Fonz? Uh, no, like... Sick. Hey, my controllers have haptic feedback. Hey. 60 sitcom characters as game consoles. Um, also on the podcast today, we have a man who is rendered in even higher definition than any of the CGI people in that press conference. Ryan Holtz. Hello. He's made out of an infinite number of triangles. Yes, and I have ray tracing. <gasps> triangles and last but not least rounding out the podcast is me lucas de writer a man who has completely spoiled himself on the last of us part two but we're not going to talk about that today because lucas what the fuck we're not going to talk about so it broken lucas, <laughs> lucas your, your consumption of media is broken not talking about it i what, did what? you seek out these spoilers I mean, it kind of got to a point where I saw, like, oh, hey, here are some, like, early reviews of the game. Let me check those out. Okay, these oh are some takes. God, Let man. me see, like, more context. And, yeah, I kind of went down that rabbit hole. Let me watch the movie of the video game <laughs> yeah. online. You're a fucking psychopath, man. I don't understand your, like, non-aversion to spoilers. I wasn't... I don't know. You're like my sister that reads the last chapter of the book first. Okay. Uh, um. And that psychopath <laughs> is Lucas the writer. Um. Yeah. So the PlayStation Five uh kind of reveal event. I'm, I don't know. The branding was a little odd on this one. Uh, that happened this week, and yeah, let's just um start by talking about the stuff that like we have a big opinion on um andrew you seem the most uh enthused about uh one or two of these reveals why don't you why don't you take the top all right um do we want to do this kind of in order of like most hyped or do we want to do this in the order that you wrote down in the planning document or kind of the order that it was revealed during the press conference uh most hyped i think would be the best way to do conversation we're gonna start with the most hyped i think so and then go down <laughs> or you know, let's let's start with least hyped yeah i feel like uh, least oh, hyped. okay well, if i i want to i want to start with least hyped um is that also hello. like the first thing that they uh mentioned in the press conference no uh, that was least they... hyped yeah the gta 5 G- okay well, yeah let's yeah, just it, get into it, it. it yeah, the GTA Five is reaching Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim level of bullshit <laughs> at this point. <laughs> like, it's gonna come out on everything. GTA Five is gonna be on your phone in a few years. It's just goddamn. Um, I think, but I think people would have been more excited for like a remake or a remaster of like GTA Three or Four. I mean, yeah, but that takes more work. Like. <laughs> I, I like I, I can't believe that like in comparison to like remaking a game not or, or even remastering a game but like mm-hmm. remaking a game for like technology that at that time that the original game was made wouldn't exist for like another 10 years porting something from a PlayStation 4 over to a PlayStation 5 can't be difficult by comparison at all so like 
however much time it took them to put into this was probably minimal. I, it, and they're like, we're going to make a lot more money off of this. Not, <laughs> and, and I mean, like, I'm, uh, fuck it, I'm probably going to get it. Like, God, no. <laughs> well, I know I'm going to get it because it's free. Like, it will be free when it launches on PlayStation 5. Um, so, yeah. I, um... I, I, the last thing I will say on it is I can't wait until people get into the uh, code of this. And uh, it was kind of under-talked about in this press conference, but I believe I saw that the PlayStation 5 is backwards compatible with the PlayStation 4. So if this is just a, literally the PlayStation 4 version of this game running on the PlayStation 5, that, <laughs> that'd be a little hilarious to me. I think it's, it's something about being optimized for PS5, but yeah. who, who knows what that means. Also, GTA um, Online is free for the ps5 so at least just that, that that's what it was be. yeah no with so, the playstation plus subscription but although i guess that did kind of stealth reveal that like that infrastructure uh i was going gonna to be the same. i was yeah. gonna say i was kind Wait, of can't you you wouldn't be able to play gta online without playstation plus though right correct yeah so but he's, he's saying <laughs> that like playstation plus will still be a thing on playstation 4 yeah that they're well, they're not going to switch their kind of infrastructure over yeah they wouldn't switch it to non-paid subscription fee like well no but they, they, they might that be ain't kind that, of like that genie's never being put back in the bottle guys <laughs> well and that that's not what i'm saying is that some people were speculating on if they were going to do something more like a game pass if i mean like and they still might like don't they, they already have free games on playstation plus yeah right but like so game, game passes because game Pass is like a like i don't know like a larger library what, what playstation <laughs> plus does is once a month, you get two free games. Yeah, but that's then, not what Game Pass does. Right. Like, that's what I'm saying is and, that some but, people are thinking they might do something like Game Pass. Uh, in addition to PlayStation Plus. Yes. Because Game Pass doesn't come with Xbox Live Gold or whatever. Right. No, but we but we didn't really have any sort of idea of what they were going to be doing for P- PlayStation Five. Nah. But we digress. Um, that's going to be a thing. Mm. Um, all right, so if we're keeping the train of, like, least hype stuff first. Bug snacks! <laughs> I'm actually... The Island ex- of Bug Snacks! I'm actually excited for that game. No, Lucas! If it costs, like, 20 or $30, that might be fun. It That's seems like way a- too much. Even if it was a free game, I wouldn't spend the time, man. <laughs> it seems like a cool aesthetic, and, like, yes, it literally is just that one bit from Cyanide and Happiness's first Ted Bear video, and I'm down for it, but also there's some weird shit happening there in, like, a don't-hug-me-I'm-scared kind of way, and, like, I'm down. <sighs> I'm I mean, fucking it's down. Octodad mixed with uh, Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared mixed with Ted Bear. And, like, I'm a, you know, I'm a big proponent of Ted Bear here. So <laughs> gonna, I'm going to always say I have always supported Ted Bear and always will to the day I die. Would you call yourself a uh, Ted Bear stan? A Ted Bear stan. That being said, this game looks so fucking dumb. <laughs> like, I, like I, I don't get games where the point of it is that it's bad. Like... Like, sure, it's fun in, like, a bad movie night kind of way, but, like, I'm not going to put the effort into, like, eating hot dog tarantulas so that I get weenie toes. I'm just not not down for it, man. All right. I mean, you do you, but I, I'll probably end up playing it and let you know how it is. Um, We just spent two minutes on bug snacks. I just want to give a calibration. <laughs> okay. Like, the, okay. This planning document well, yes, is... But that's... <laughs> 
fucked, you guys. That like, was something I was actually excited about. And okay. I said at the top, we're keeping it free form, you know? We're doing we're doing whatever. Uh, Ryan, what are you least hyped about? What do you want to knock off? Ooh, least hyped, I don't know, all of these things, except for like three of them. <laughs> Let's knock them all off and say it's irrelevant. There, There's a few of them on here that I legitimately don't remember. <laughs> Yeah, like like you put uh, solar ash. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is. For the I'm record, going Astros to... Astros playroom. I don't yeah. know what that is. I'm going to list everything that I don't care about. For the Grand record, Christmas Seven, Ratchet and Clank, uh, Project Athea, Stray, uh, fucking uh, Returnal because it's dumb. Sackboy, Destruction All Stars, Kino Bridges Spirits, Goodbye Volcano High, Oddworld Soulstorm, Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, Godfall, whatever that is. Uh, Solar Ash, Hitman 3, Astro's Playroom, Little Devil Inside, NBA 2K21, even though I might actually buy it, I don't care, Demon's Souls Remake, Deathloop, uh, Resident Evil 8, Pragmata, that's it, that's the things I don't care about. For the <laughs> record, this is why every I Every wanted... other thing except for <laughs> two tw- things. I was going to say that's like 24 out of the 27. This is why I wanted to start with the things we were actually enthused about, and then just kind of give stray thoughts on the stuff we maybe had a take on, and that's it, because... Fucking I just wanted to list everything that I don't care about so that we don't spend too much time at all. Fine. <laughs> Fucking, you know what? This format is already shot. Andrew, do you want to go <laughs> off about, um, do you want to go off about, uh, Horizon 2 Dawn or Resident Evil Village 8? Eightage? Yes. Eightage. I do. And, uh, I will say that, uh, I actually. I'm kind of hyped on Deathloop. I didn't play oh, shit. Uh, Dishonored, okay. but I thought Deathloop looked like fucking fun, but like not in the that I cared too much about it. Uh, but um, that, uh, Deathloop uh, is oh sorry, just quick thought on that. Uh, yeah, Deathloop uh, looks cool to me. Like that was a really fun um, aesthetic, like the groovy '60s, but also like uh, Inception shit happening kind of thing. Um, and yeah, it will definitely depend on the price point, but. Uh, I, I, I'd be down to play that. Yeah, right. Love- How do you not care about this? It's it basically Inception. It's it's I, the same. <laughs> I feel like you guys are chauvinist pigs right now <laughs> because I'm reading the entry for Returnal and it says, looks like live, die, repeat, but with an astronaut lady. <laughs> kind of belittling the concept. But then Deathloop. Oh, it's so unique and interesting. Like, uh, oh, for, so first cool. off, I did not write this planning document. Okay, whoever did. like <laughs> Wow. First of all, I dragged Returnal because it is called Returnal. Yeah, but you dragged I, it because it looks like Live, Die, Repeat, but with an astronaut lady. The dragging wasn't Returnal. The dragging was the concept, which is the exact same fucking concept as Deathloop. <laughs> but because Deathloop is a dude and, like, stylized, like, apparently Deathloop is cool and Returnal is lame. They're both I lame. Actually, Fuck off. <laughs> I, I actually thought Returnal looked kind of stylized and looked kind of cool. Like a... Uh, it looks almost like Control, the PS4 game that came out like a year or so ago. You know, some mind bendy shit going on there. Mm-hmm. I thought it looked like fun, but like the trailer just didn't sell me on it. Fair. The games are way too far up their own ass. Like Live Die Repeat slash Edge of Tomorrow was literally like, what if we took the whole concept of a video game that like you have saves and lives so that you can get better at what you're doing slowly and over this time game is like, and make what it into if we a movie? Yeah. What if we took the concept of a video game and, and made, made it, it a, a video, video game? Like, <laughs> it's up its own ass. That's so dumb. Like, whatever. And I'm sure, ooh, there's going to be minor differences with every loop. <gasps> Whoa. Like, 
fucking crazy town, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, dumb. Dumb. <laughs> sounds like yeah. Ryan had a bad birthday. <laughs> no, sounds like I saw this and most of the video games, I was like, dumb. Who cares? <laughs> and then some of them, I was like, hi. All right, Lucas, you're not allowed to be excited about anything anymore. I, I know. I know. I'm dead inside. But Andrew, anyway, let's just move on to film. <laughs> Andrew, uh, what's going on with Horizon Forbidden West? All right. Well, there, there's a controversy. Oh boy. Not, not, not really a controversy, but like leading up to this game, like no, it hadn't been like officially announced, but like everyone knew this is what they were working on. People were kind of thinking like, what are they going to name this game? Yeah. Because the original game is Horizon colon Zero Dawn, and so like, is it going to be like Horizon Two? zero dawn horizon zero dawn two horizon one dawn and so the game is i believe horizon two colon forbidden west some people have referred to it as just horizon zero dawn two some people have called it horizon uh forbidden west some people have called it horizon uh zero dawn two forbidden west i think it is horizon two colon forbidden west I thought it was just but, Horizon colon Forbidden West. Me Am I too. Wrong? I, I think I think there's like a, a two Roman numeral uh, underneath Horizon. I believe so. Let's find Horizon Forbidden West. Um, Andrew, I uh, I don't know if you ever played uh, the DLC for Horizon. Uh, Lord knows I, I did. Played. Okay, you I did. did. Um, yeah. Did you give us a ballpark of like what the storyline or the setup for this game might be? um the the second one yeah so i mean without like i not that i'm worried about spoilers because i know you guys won't play the game but like just like i don't want to get too deep into right you know what the story was it seems like because of some shit that was happening in the first game basically you realize as the story goes on that um the world had ended thousands of years ago Mm -hmm. and humanity knew it was going to end because of some shit going on and they basically built bunkers underground that they they weren't going to survive they know that they they basically had like huge robotic facilities that would terraform the earth and make it livable again mm-hmm. over like thousands of years and then there would be like embryos and cloning facilities run by robots that would then r- slowly repopulate the earth mm-hmm. um and then kind of the idea that those robots terraforming the earth, if they fucked up, they would kill everything all over again and start from scratch until they finally got it right and made the world habitable for people. But the people got out there before they were supposed to basically built civilizations over hundreds of years. And then the robots were like, yeah, this isn't really working. And then try to like break it all down again. Okay. And then so you as Aloy have to stop that. And there's some other shit going on, but, and I would imagine that this is something along those lines, because at the end of the game, you kind of realize that uh, there were more pieces going on than what you kind of thought. So I, I think this is just like another instance of that. Some, either it's the robots doing shit again, or it's somebody that found kind of those plans and figured out what the old world was trying to kill it. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Um... But looks great. Horizon Zero Dawn, 
fantastic game. The expansion was also fantastic. I have no doubt this will also be very, very good. Um, cool. Underwater. <laughs> Maybe flying. I don't know. Uh, Ryan, what sold you on the NBA 2K21 trailer? That wasn't even a trailer. He I was said sweaty. I didn't care about it. <laughs> you said you might play it. Yeah, but I said I didn't care about it. All right. The only reason I download NBA 2K21 is because I've downloaded the last three NBA 2Ks and I'm a fucking shill. <laughs> but like, Ryan, the graphics are clearly going to be better because he was sweaty. <laughs> they do that every single year. I know. Like I literally, know. Yeah. you can find, like, because every year they do 2K12 versus 2K13 and like, et cetera, all the way until recently. And always the modern version has sweat and the first version doesn't. And if you look at the version, the first time they did that of 2K13, the sweaty version, when they were trying to sell its graphics versus just normal looking 2K20, 2K13 looks better. Like, it's dumb. It's literally just, wow, the sweat. Now there's like some light reflecting. Whoa, graphics. But it's the same every year. And they and they put out the same tweet every single year. Like, look how much better it is. And they're like, but it's, you, you always do this. Yeah. No, it's dumb. The only reason that I would buy it is because the PC like auction house market on uh, my team mm-hmm. is super like dead because there's just not that many PC 2K players, and I'd really love to like try my team with like actual auction house shit that I could do. So I would download, I would buy it, be a shill, hate myself, but have a lot of fun. Because the game is fun. They just mm-hmm. do nothing to fix anything that's wrong with it. <laughs> like, there's there's things wrong with the game that they never, ever in a million years will address. But that doesn't mean that it's not still a fun video game every year. Even though it's the exact same video game every year that you have to pay for every year. And, I mean, I imagine the issue they... Uh, the reason why they don't address a lot of those issues is because that would merit more work than what they can fit into a less than a year-long production cycle. Yeah. Eh. I don't think they do anything. Do mm. like, <laughs> like, yeah, that would be true if they were like, oh, we made a few feature adjustments. Now, they don't do anything. Mm. Like, the menu will be exactly the same. Oh, like, God. It, it is shameless. You can find all sorts of, like, think times where they didn't update the titles from, like, a couple years ago. Like, there'll be, there'll be moments where they refer to the game in random scenes as NBA 2K18 mm-hmm. in 2K20. Like it literally, like they've copy and pasted it and missed the copy and paste multiple years in a row. Oh like, God! No, it's it's they they don't put any effort in whatsoever. But you that got, does not mean that it's not fun. They can't so. even do a control F. No, definitely not. <laughs> that's that's too much effort. Um, uh, I will say something uh, that definitely stood out to me in the press conference. Um, I'm kind of uh, thinking about getting the uh, Demon Souls remake remaster. Um. I, I feel like I'm getting in the mood to play a video game ass video game and like before the demon uh the like what was Soulsborne games got up their own ass, like they're definitely video game ass video games. Uh and like What does that mean though? Like these video games, games are the gamers. most video games. It's Lawrence's topic. Real gamers. Motherfucker. Okay. Ain't no nope, cash you- shit in here. You you can be excited about this, Lucas. Keep going. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, it's fine. Um, and yeah, I, actually, a part of me thought like, hey, maybe I should go 
finally beat Bloodborne. Might have to restart, but, like, have a good time with that. Definitely gonna go play this game about a plague that's forcing people to mutate into monsters and they're distancing from each... Mm, nope, can't can't go back to that right now. So, uh, <laughs> looking forward to Demon Souls. Yeah. That's all I got. Um, I want Spider-Man! Spider-Man! It's I'm did so lo- fucking happy. It did look good, and... I, I hate that there was such, like, a weird, like, mini, like, 24-hour controversy about the game and, like, what it is. But, but they kind of brought that on themselves. Well, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, like, that's what I mean. Like, why, like, just say what it is. It's Spider-Man like, they, Miles Morales. Yeah, but then they're like, hey, you know, like, people are calling this a sequel, but, like, it's it's actually an expansion of the original game that's been, like, remastered for the PS5. And people are like, What? Is, is, like, the original game being put on PlayStation 5 and this is, like, DLC. And then later they're like, no, why would you think that? This is its own standalone full-length game. It's like, oh, well, okay, that's what we all thought. So that's what we said. And then you, like, corrected us. No, you. it's expanding on the original game by being a new, like, full-price $60 game. But it's also going to be smaller than the original game. Like, wh- what's confusing about this? Yeah, they... Not great messaging, but... Um, hell yeah, looking forward to this. Uh, God, they I imagine they were just furiously rewriting a lot of the cop shit to make sure uh, the stuff that was in the first game isn't uh, quite as heavy-handed in this one. But, yeah, that's cool. It was the it was the one game, honestly, of the entire generation that I was like, ah, fuck! I really wish that I had a PS4. Mm. Literally the only one that I missed uh, having a PlayStation, and like maybe Horizon Zero Dawn, but definitely not nearly as excited as uh, Spider Man. I I do really think that you would like Horizon Zero. Well, I think both of you would like Horizon Zero Dawn, but uh, Ryan, I know you're like a uh, a quick twitch action kind of guy and. It's just like a, a really, really fun combat system. Um, I'll say briefly that apparently the new Square Enix game for PlayStation 5 is called Project Athia, and I am skeptical that it ever comes out. What are we talking about next? Um, out of like all the like random indie games that people don't really give a shit about, like the only one that caught my eye was little devil inside yeah which is a a kickstarter it's an australian kickstarter game and it actually looks like pretty fun and detailed right i really like that like papercraft art style um is the younger guy going into the body of the older guy and fighting monster Mm -hmm. or what so i i looked up their kickstarter and i checked it out for a little bit and what it is is that you play as a guy who's basically like an adventurer for hire mm-hmm. like that like that's his day job like he just lives in the city like this little like 1800s england looking city right and the professor guy who is like trying to learn about like monsters in the outside world and all that shit and's like i'll pay you a like a daily rate basically to go out and you know do shit for me so then you go to like different parts of the world and do adventure shit. I have 
no idea what the like minute to minute gameplay of this is going to look like. Like I couldn't tell and, if it was going to be more of a Breath of the Wild thing or I like got a that Dark Souls. Or... I, I got that impression. Ba- basically, what you saw in the game was gameplay without the UI. Oh, okay. Because um, like they've showed off a couple of demos and. It, it does give me kind of a Breath of the Wild feel with more of a, like, RPG inventory, like, survival element to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, same same idea. Yeah. Um, Andrew, do you want to talk more about... Uh, res- uh, God, what was the joke I made before? I lo- Villate? Eightage. A- a- Eightage. There we go. Eightage. Resident Evil 8 Village, or just Resident Evil Village. I think it is actually Resident Evil Village. Like, it's not actually Resident Evil 8, but it is. It's so dumb. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, like, the whole trailer, and, like, it, I kind of got Resident Evil vibes while watching it, but I'm like, oh, this reminds me of Resident Evil 7. And then that thought just left my mind, and I watched the rest of the trailer. And then they're like, it's Village. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then... The fucking V-I-L-L <laughs> became Roman numeral 8, and then it said Resident Evil. I was like, oh my god! I can't. I can't. And I, I showed the trailer to Jade the next day, and she had the exact same reaction. Uh, first off, I can't wait for this to bite them in the ass with the next game in the series, and they're forced to name it something dumb like I'm Xylophone, so I can get the I-X in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, this looks cool. Um, I fucking werewolves in a resident evil game about damn time I, and i'm sure they're gonna do some dumb resident evil shit they're like they're werewolves but they're caused by allergies because <laughs> <laughs> like in resident evil 7 it's like mind control caused by mold and there was some other shit like zombies caused by uh, viruses but like nanotechnology it's i, I don't know it's dumb. Re- Resident Evil is a consistently dumb series that like had a couple of good games at the beginning and then like a really long hiatus of, you know, games that were just dog shit and racist. And and yeah, and racist. And then Resident Evil 7 came out and it was like really really good. And then they're like, "Let's just stick with that." <laughs> so this is basically just the sequel to Resident Evil 7. Cool. Um Ryan, any other uh, hot takes on any other games in here? Nope. Fair. Uh, uh, I have no idea what Pragmata is. Uh, coming out 2022, actually. I saw not 2020 like I originally had in there. But got some weird, like, Death Stranding meets Bioshock vibes. That's probably going to be neat. Um, I disagree. I don't know. Like, mm. I, I am a total total hypocrite on this but like at that point i was watching like they're just trying to do death stranding and it's probably not going to be good but like i also should have said that when i saw the first trailer for death stranding (laughs) because it's literally like the same amount of information and same amount of weird shit so i am a hypocrite Fair. Yeah, I accept that. Um, and then Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, the game that uh, people got kind of hyped about from, I think it was the Game Awards uh, last year. Uh, looks like it's going to be a first-person action game, actually. Where it you're looked fighting. dumb. Yeah, and like that. It looks so dumb. I was more amped for that when it looked like it was going to be more of a horror game, but now it's just like an action game against like Japanese monsters and yokai, and that's, mm, I, I, I don't know. I don't think I'm down for that. Uh, Andrew, you have any hot takes on anything else? 
The PS5 is fucking huge. Yeah, absolute unit. Have you guys seen the like size comparison of like PS5s next to like the Xbox One and PS4 and all that kind of shit? You you sent it to us. Yeah, oh, did, did I? Yeah, oh, I did. did. Oh shit, I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a big fucking boy. Chungus. And it's not like super wide like uh the Xbox Series X is, but like, goddamn. Do they know? Damn that? boy, he thick. He boy. a thick boy. Do they know that it looks like a vagina? It does not look like a vagina. <laughs> Come on. Welcome back to the sixth grade podcast, <laughs> where we say the word vagina and giggle. Um, I guess my only other uh, hot takes coming out of this is that uh, Destruction All Stars looks like a pretty fun battle royale game that could be huge. Um, was it the Twisted Metal games that were like the big PlayStation One, PlayStation Two car fighting games? Yeah, I, I I'm getting I'm getting like millennial version of that from this and that could be great um and i also think that uh the Sackboy game that's like a 3d platformer is just why 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 are you doing that after super mario odyssey like if you're not gonna be better than that what's the fucking point but uh yeah i think that's all i have to say about any of these andrew anything on here you want to take a lap at before we move on how much do you think this is going to cost like like real real talk here cuz the Xbox also does not have a release date or a price. People do not know how much these things are going to cost or when they're going to come out. When do you think it'll come out and how much is it going to cost? It's going to come out before Christmas, probably mm-hmm. right around Black Friday. Digital only 499, disc version 599. Mark my words. I could see that coming. Uh I'm going to give a conditional answer, though, and say that if Sony announces a price before Microsoft, this is going to cost $50 more than the Series X. But if uh, the opposite is true, where Sony announces a price after Microsoft, then it will cost $50 less than the Series X. Hmm. That is a bold prediction. Mm. I think the discless version is going to be like 50 bucks cheaper. Oh, um, yeah, I and 100. I, you think a hundred? I think fifty. What yeah, so what four ninety nine and then five ninety nine? Yeah. What do you What do you think, Lucas? What's going to be the price difference? Um. Uh, yeah, I'm leaning towards a hundred, like Ryan said, only because I think that's what it was with the um, disc less uh, Xbox One that came out a while ago. Mm-hmm. You, okay. you, you do have to redesign basically the entire internal hardware when you mm-hmm. uh, insert a disk drive. So, yeah, I imagine it'll be significantly cheaper for them. Hmm. We talked about this before, but, like, I, I still maintain that there's no way that all those accessories they listed come with it. I think there will probably be, like, a bundle where you get, like, the whole enchilada, but it'll be, like, 200 bucks more. Them I wonder if my PS3 wireless headset will work with the PS5. <laughs> <laughs> Skip two generations. I, is it on Bluetooth? Yeah. I can't say why not then. Well, I mean, it's like... there's a there's it's 15 a, years old. There's a USB dongle that you plug in, and then it gives you, like, surround sound when it's plugged into a PlayStation. Like, it's, a, it's the official licensed play, PS3 wireless over-ear headset. Mm-hmm. 
So it was literally like designed, this will give you perfect surround sound if plugged into a PlayStation system. Do you think it'll connect to things besides PlayStation? Like, could I just buy those headsets and walk around listening to Spotify on my phone? Are they going to be like, no, it can only connect to a Sony device? I think it'll be the same thing, right? Yeah. Like, it'll be, it'll give you just stereo working as normal headphones with every other device. But with PlayStation, it'll give you like 5.1 3D audio. Sound. Yeah, it'll give you 5.1 yeah. surround or whatever else. Like, it'll, it'll, it'll be better with PlayStation, but you could use it for anything. Okay. Definitely an optimized situation. Yeah. Um, Cool. Uh, assuming we have no other hot takes or info coming out of this, we got through that faster than I anticipated. So yeah, I want to do a. Do we want to do a little bit more news, guys? Well, the the yeah. news is is that I'm going to be uh, figuring out how to knock down a wall to fit the PlayStation Five in my apartment. So. <laughs> Uh, well, you already have to run a dickload of cable for your Ethernet. So what's what's even yeah. more of that? After your wife's boyfriend appro- approves of the plans, <laughs> that's that's yeah. when you'll be good to when knock I, it down. When I when I ask my uh, stepdad for money to buy the PS Five and your stepdad now after after your wife's boyfriend after you mow the lawn for your wife's boyfriend for a few months he'll he'll buy it for you. He'll give me my allowance. Yeah, he'll give you your allowance and and that'll. That'll cover most of it, but you'll still have to, you know, have a little bit money, a little bit of it on loan. Maybe, but maybe if he's generous, he'll just give it to you as a Christmas gift from Santa Claus. And my my wife's boyfriend is my wife's boyfriend is also my stepdad. Oh Jesus! Where is this joke coming from? What is the genesis of this? It's it's just I don't know. I don't. I don't know. All over Twitter right now that like for some reason it's specifically like PlayStation is is. all about like your wife's boyfriend allowing you to play and stuff. So it started out with like a bunch of people like, cause, well, there was a rumor that like uh, the PS5 was going to cost like 800 bucks. And then a bunch of people saw that and took it as fact. And then we're like, how the fuck am I going to afford this 800 bucks? And then people started coming up with these weird scenarios where they're like sugar mama was like buying them. Yeah, and their PlayStation like they, Five. There'd be screenshots of them setting their Tinder yeah. age range from forty-eight to one hundred or something. And like. and so like it it became like a, a running joke that kept evolving of like basically all these betas are going to get people to buy the PS Five for them. Yeah, and so it's like I'll you know, you know, start eating my girlfriend's ass so that she buys me a PS Five, and like my my wife's boyfriend will buy it for me because he has more money and. Just, you know, shit like that. I I have seen none of these, and I'm going to assume that the internet gods just, like, gave me all the Femboy Hooters memes, like, in exchange for this, and I'm fine. That Like, I'm happy with that trade. Considering I have no idea what the fuck you just said, yeah. That okay. seems like don't, that was a don't trade. Ask. Don't ask. I'm not. I didn't ask. Okay. I just don't, said I haven't don't seen that. Don't answer then, Lucas. <laughs> oh, the meme corner is coming. Um, But... TV! <laughs> After 33 seasons, fucking somehow, the reality TV show Cops is canceled amid police around the world being bastards. The and Live PD. TV... Oh, oh Live, Live PD got, got yep. cut too? Live PD got canceled too, which is like half of A&E's programming. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, in reality, it's much more than half in terms of volume. It's just half of their original shows. 
because it's like live pd live pd police patrol live pd uh undercover like whatever bullshit you know like all their spinoffs and everything i think they only had eight original shows and four of them were live pd related and they were all canceled and in reality like those shows aired every night of the week so it's probably more like 80 percent of their original content that they put out was canceled yeah almost all their runtime on their channel is this are, are they going to continue showing like reruns and shit or are they just like i don't think so no, I can't really popular. yeah all right what are they so, gonna, what are they gonna fucking show man i mean so they're owned by disney so disney was basically just like all right you guys are fucked well, <laughs> like you were gonna have to cancel this because we don't want it to reflect badly on disney mm-hmm. um so so yeah. you don't think you don't think disney's gonna like throw them some reject shows as a bone to i mean so here's the thing about are they just gonna fucking walk them out in the back alley and shoot them so as someone who works for a more higher level network like you know like you're not no you're not just like a cable net i get some random where you're i mean honestly yeah you're more desperate for content and like oh no like what are we gonna do to pay the bills like let's cheat and other shit like that fun fact sometimes cable networks uh on purpose will list the incorrect show airing at a time mm-hmm. so that more people will click on their channel on the TV guide and then watch some other random bullshit like so that they can get more viewers like they they do some real weird shady shit to get viewership up it is insane um but yeah they also have like this weird indignancy for taking cast offs like a lot of the times the only time that they'll take a cast off from another network is if like they're forced to by their parent company like if, if they're just like hey we'll offer you this show that didn't really work on this net but maybe it'll work there they're like no, fuck you like we don't want your leftovers we don't want your sloppy seconds and it's like, i'm gonna show live pd for the next 13 hours <laughs> i mean yeah but like at the same time they were they were a big cable net because of this one program and yeah they were basically like forced to shoot old, old yeller in the in the fucking face like <laughs> They're, and it's not even Old Yeller because Old Yeller was his name was Old Yeller like it was more like being forced to take your wife out back and shoot her in the face like you're you're the whole reason you're alive <laughs> forced forced to do that so yeah like Cops was just another show on the Paramount Network like yeah. it was it was it was long past its prime mm-hmm. uh, and its cancellation was more of just like yeah fuck it, like, it we don't it need this time to take that out to pasture yeah yeah but live pd was like nah <laughs> that is that is what our network has become and uh pow right in the kisser who uh who's ready for the brooklyn nine nine cast to suddenly be working on a post office next season <laughs> <laughs> it is weird especially because i feel like those shows almost do more damage than right. some of the procedurals of just like ha it's so wacky like, look at Hitchcock and Scully. They can't even function as humans. <laughs> it's like, eh, they both little... have guns. That, yeah. that, that hits too close to home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Um, all right, moving into film. Uh, the one I put in there isn't really relevant anymore, but I guess the Sonic movie is getting a sequel. Um, take it away, Brown Redberry. The Sonic movie was going to get a sequel the minute that it had its opening weekend just yeah as a hint (laughs) it was officially announced but it was already known the minute it opened the way oh do you think james marsden's character is still gonna be a cop in that yeah Ah, (laughs) yeah boo 
sadly, because this isn't going to come out for like a year and a half. And let's be honest. Probably will have lost momentum by that time. A, a year and a half is going to be a weird time in America. Did I ever tell you guys that the original Sonic movie, I think, subtly shits on Mario? Yeah, it's not like Sonic's whole thing. Ah, also, there's a blue hedgehog that Andrew's character is in this Google Doc, I just realized. Oh, really? I can never see, like, huh. my actual, my yeah. own little avatar. Anonymous hedgehog that's blue, yeah. Hey, that's me. <laughs> hmm. I'm that's Sonic. I have to go quickly. I have to eat <laughs> dogs. <laughs> uh, I think that might be Sanic, Sanic actually. Sanic. <laughs> um, what uh, what's going on with the next uh, uh, decade-defining cinema event? Um, well, as the podcast resident uh, Chris Nolan expert, I wanted to inform <laughs> you guys that. Tenant has had its release date pushed back two weeks to the end of July, July 31st to be exact. So, which is basically what I was saying of Warner Brothers just whipping their dick out because mm. Disney has already moved. I can't remember what movie it was, but there was another movie planning to release on July 31st that Disney had to get the <laughs> fuck out of there. And yeah, it was Warner Brothers being like, "Hey, we get to fuck with Disney for once. Like they're the ones that always <laughs> do this to us. Like let's uh." Let's push back a little bit. And then they're also releasing, uh, are doing a 10th anniversary release of Inception, uh, July 17th. So Warner Brothers is literally, fuck everybody. Oh, so they didn't move it back because they thought that movie theaters were still going to be closed. They just fucking decided to do it for the hell of it. They decided to dad dick another (laughs) movie sequel. Yeah, (laughs) watch this 10-year-old movie perform better than everything else. It will. Yeah, Yeah, like an Inception re-release is absolutely going to be popular. Because that is is the ideal way to watch Inception is in a movie theater, so... I'm I'm actually really excited about that, because I never saw Inception in theaters. Mm -hmm. I I saw it, like, as soon as it came out, I bought the DVD. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. I never got to see The Dark Knight in theaters, so watching that 10th anniversary re-release was really worth it to me. Oh. So, yeah, I'm excited for Inception. Cool. Um, I guess moving into the other category, uh, Daniel Radcliffe made a really good statement announcing J.K. Rowling's belittlement of trans people. Yeah. Good on him. And Emma Watson, I believe, did too. Emma Watson, uh, I, I think really the entire uh, main cast, um... Yeah, and I mean, like, considering those people kind of in some weird way owe their entire careers to her, that uh, was really, uh, I don't know, heartwarming to see. Yep. Also, I, I, I don't, we didn't bring it up, but it was, man, what day was it? It's pretty sad, but two black trans women were killed. Yep. Uh, I believe in New York, and that highlighted, again, like, this weird cross-section of uh you know intersectionality and everything like that going on during the peak of the black lives matter movement and also pride month and just keep everyone in your mind and look out for the fucking little guy man fuck yeah like it's it's not fair so the world's staunchest critic of the meme corner has two memes <laughs> the here meme wait corner. quick where's my phone i gotta pull up twitter and look at me uh, <laughs> so these aren't like i feel like these are the types of memes that we should go for with the meme corner like that's things it. that are being memed as like the verb not oh, like okay. 
the meme viral craze. Like, yes. internet happenings that have been blown up and memed. I feel like that's a good direction where we can talk about it and have have, have discussions. That's so, I don't know if either of you have seen this video of Critical beating XQC in I, chess. I've watched this um, in the three minutes leading up to the podcast, leading up to our recording. Uh, Critical Moist, by the way, is the full name, and that is very... Bef- no, no. <laughs> okay, anyway, yes. His name is actually Moist Critical, okay. but his name is Critical. That's like his name on YouTube. And his name on YouTube is also Penguin Zero uh, as a, like a meme. He's a very weird personality. I followed him for literally like <laughs> 10 years at this point. It's very strange that he's still like around and doing weird shit. Is he a professional, um, a professional chess player or is he just neither, like... Neither of them are technically professional chess players. Critical is a, a literal memer. Like he makes reaction videos on YouTube oh, God. and like streams random video games. That's his career. Um, and he recently made a video just kind of shitting on the chess community Mm. and calling it toxic and dumb and particularly called out, uh, a chess streamer who has risen to notoriety named XQC. And he's like a personality streamer. Like there's like people like Magnus Carlsen, Mm -hmm. like undoubtedly the most famous chess player of modern times, arguably ever, uh, do stream chess. So you can watch like the best actually stream chess. Yeah. But XQC is like a personality chess streamer. Like he's nowhere near the level of like a professional chess player. That being said, he is good at the game. You know, mm-hmm. like he's streamer level at the game. Like there's pro Call of Duty players and then there's, you know, streamer right. Call of Duty players. And usually the streamers are good, but they're more there for like personality and interaction with fans and stuff. That's XQC. So he was calling out XQC for not even being that good at chess. <laughs> and what happened was Critical trained with a Grandmaster for a while who... Picked up on a habit that XQC had to open with the the scotch uh, opening and was like, well, here's how you counter it to put yourself in a position of strength. And then Critical actually posted a full seven minute breakdown and talked about like their session the day before the chess match where he was uh, told like you could get a scholar's checkmate here. And for those of you who don't know, that is like the quickest checkmate in all of chess. I believe it's in four moves. Mm-hmm. Um, it's literally like a meme chess move that you're if you're any if you're good at chess at all like you can counter it pretty easily um so he was like oh queen to e5 like that or queen to e3 that's actually not an ideal move but there's a chance that you could scholar mate him if he decides to take your knight here and he was like okay well i'll do that and like the minute he moved his queen xqc immediately took his knight and like then critical one like it was literally a, a straight up checkmate in four moves and the best part is the video from the chess.com live stream <laughs> and it's alexander who's like a pro chess commentator and then um ah, what's his name hakiru he's like another he's he's an actual grandmaster like on the level of magnus carlson mm-hmm. yeah hikaru nakamura um is the other one and they're both talking about it and just hikaru is literally like he, he, before the match was like, XQC is going to wipe the floor with him. Like, Critical doesn't know what he's doing. XQC is an actual chess player. And when Critical moves his uh, his bishop, like, into position, he starts critiquing the move and being like, mm, see, I don't like that. It kind of, like, leaves him open to a lot of things. And then he, like, moves his queen and, crit- and uh, XQC immediately, like, takes the knight. And everyone is stunned. Just like, <laughs> oh, my God, you have fucked it. And Critical's like pumping his fists in the air, Literally like, "Oh my god, dancing. I did it! I beat him!" Like it's amazing. He takes his, he takes it, 
checkmates, like, XQC looks stunned. Like, they're just, like, I think Alexandra's, like, not like this. Not like this. <laughs> like, literally doing the Matrix theme. Critical starts running around the room. And then Chess.com makes the mistake of turning on Critical's audio. <laughs> what is it? My cock is throbbing right now. Yeah. <laughs> is the exact quote. Jesus he's like, Christ. Yeah, he's like, Daniel, whatever the Grandmaster is, is a fucking prophet. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just a reaction video dude. Like, he's, yeah. not a, he's not a chess personality. So he's literally just fucking memeing on the entire chess community by <laughs> scholar checking like someone who's actually uh somewhat well known in the chess community so it was fucking golden hell yeah and, and then, it made me laugh and uh i guess trump walked down a ramp uh poorly earlier today oh, uh, i think it was yesterday yesterday at the west point graduation yeah yeah he did it like a fucking two-year-old taking it one step for like two feet on one step like oh one two one two one two like very slowly and then at the end he kind of like started pumping his arms for the last two steps even though he wasn't moving any faster and then he tweeted i think today a talk like defending himself and being like the ramp was very steep and also slippery and like and then I ran down the last ten feet, and it was and like you took momentum. like two steps. Yeah, it was like you took like two steps, swinging your arms. Like there was, it wasn't ten feet. And boy, if you think that's running, like you're fucked, dude. He, like he never addressed it, but like on top of that, there was also the bit with the glass of water. Yeah, he drinks water with two hands. He's, like what the fuck? Dude? So like, well, so people have you know obviously shown him drinking water with two hands, and he looks fucking you know stupid, obviously. But he tried to drink it with one hand, and he could not raise his arm up past his chest. Like, he tried, and he looked down, he tried it, like, two or three times, and then he took his other hand and put it under the glass and raised it to his mouth. It's like, yeah. fuck, dude, he is gone. Like, yeah. he he is not, like, at this point, what we would consider a human being anymore. <laughs> People are speculating that, uh, I think last year he had that random... Oh, routine he, checkup at Walter Reed. Where he Reed got that ru- came out of rushed to Walter Reed and yeah. nobody and knew they, what was going on. They think that might have been some sort of mild stroke or something similar. And it's been pretty covered up and kept secret from the American public. And mm-hmm. yeah, in, in the incoming onslaught of Joe Biden attacks that Trump is going to run, like people definitely need to keep in mind what the other side is. Like it's... Joe, Joe Biden recently has been seen running in parades like... His his mental faculties are definitely not one hundred percent, but Trumps are at like one percent, and then physical faculties Biden looks to be about as healthy as you can be for a seventy eight year old, mm-hmm. whereas Trump looks to be about as unhealthy as you can be for a seventy four year old. Yeah. Like he's yeah. literally an example of like you gotta stay active when you're young, or else <laughs> yeah. you could end up like this. You will atrophy. I like. did, well, didn't Trump have the whole thing about how like he thought his body ran on batteries or some shit no, where it's like if i use up all my energy then i'll well, like, die th- yeah there were there was a thing a couple years ago where like he had a friend or like i don't know if it was a friend but he was talking about somebody who was like a like a very active biker and mm-hmm. was like in his late 60s and he and he was like unironically like this man's a fucking idiot 
He's like, it, he's like, you can't just be that active. Like, you, you have to take things easy your whole life because otherwise you'll run out of energy. And the guy interviewed him was like, wait, what are you talking about? He's like, well, let's say you have a battery and you, like, use it a lot. And then that battery runs out of energy. That's you. You die. And like, if you, like, I golf because it makes, because it, like, goes things slowly. And, like, just talking about utter fucking nonsense saying that if he was physically active, his energy, like, his his life energy would go down yeah. that that like everyone has a set amount of energy when they're born and then it slowly gets used up as you live he's like i don't use any energy at all so i'll live forever yeah oh, no, it's it's, like, oh my uh, god and that's brutal that weird little like like uh stance that he has where where his feet are like planted together and he's leaning forward and like his back is curved up. Some mm-hmm. uh, like neurologists have looked looked at that and said like that is actually a sign of like this rare form of dementia. Like as it as it like breaks down your nervous system, like that's how you start to stand. And they're like, yep, it's like he is done. Like, God damn it. And we've like we've known that for years. Like we've looked at him and said, like, guys, you can't think this is normal. And like it's just gotten so much worse. Yep. Um, mini meme sounds like it's been outside of your guys' circles, but what oh, I'm bringing no. to the table, um, for whatever oh. reason, like kinky or fetishy versions of restaurants have taken off online, and like people are posting. You, shit about- I, I, this is what you were talking about before with the <laughs> fem, femboy hooters, and we told you no, Lucas. We told you no. I'm, I'm like, it's going to be 30 seconds, not even more than that. Uh, so then, like, some of the popular ones to emerge out of that are uh, Tomboy uh, uh, Outback Steakhouse, uh, Milf Denny's, um, and then my personal favorite, Femme Domino's. Are your 30 seconds done? <laughs> yes. Take it Ooh. away, Andrew. Hey, he did it in like 25 seconds. So honestly, I think we need to congratulate him. Hey. Stuck to it. Um, I don't I don't have any memes other than like what we already talked about. I wanted to talk about the Trump ramp thing, but Ryan already put it in the uh, planning document. Cool. In that case, we are heading into the breakouts. Uh, like I mentioned in the, maybe it was a quarantine cast, maybe it was a curfew cast, but uh, started maybe playing. it's Maybelline. Mm, could be, but it is definitely Persona Five Royale. I'm playing it again, uh, having a good time. Uh, just got to Makoto, who is best girl and has a nuclear powered motorcycle. Uh, loving it. I'm 30 hours in and maybe a third of the way through the game. Take it away, Redberry Brown. That's just red berry to you, sir. Um, so Shit the, berry. <laughs> Dingleberry. No. There you go. No. Oh, oh, that one might berry. stick, actually, Andrew. I'm sorry. No. It won't. I won't let it. Um, so, like I mentioned before, uh, when we're talking about, you know, PlayStation Plus and shit like that, they give you two free games a month, and this month... Uh, was Battlefront 2 and COD World at, or World War 2. Two games that came out like two years ago. And uh, one of which has completely fallen off the face of the earth, uh, COD, because that's just what Call of Duty does year, year to year. 
And the other one, Battlefront 2, which was notoriously uh, absolutely shit on when it first came out because it was just a huge piece of shit cash grab and wasn't was not fun and uh, tried to bleed their players dry and like made you pay to literally be good at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, they got rid of all that shit, kind of had a Destiny 2 little moment there. Right. had a resurgence and it is it is a lot of fun uh ryan i know you don't care because you didn't uh you weren't a fan of star wars growing up but i was a huge little star wars nerd as a kid and this like we we've said the phrase before you know like it's it feels like smashing your action figures together as a little kid this literally feels like that for me i'm like oh my god it's it's that dude th- that dude that they made specifically so that they could make a toy out of but now it's in a video game, and I love it, and it's a lot of fun. Um, and I also said, like, there's got to be skill-based matchmaking, because when I first booted that game up, I was a literal god for, like, <laughs> the first five matches I played. Top of the leaderboard every single game, just wiping fools across the floor without having any idea how to play the game. And then it's like, oh, you must be good at this. Let's put you in an actual lobby. I'm like, no, I'm bad now. Uh, but it's a lot of fun. And then I, I, you know, fucked around with some COD zombies uh, for a little bit, too. I'm, I'm basically just using these games to get me through the next couple of days until The Last of Us 2 comes in the mail. Um, which I won't be able mail? to talk about. Well, I mean, I ordered it on Amazon. Dude. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> I want to own a physical copy of my games. It's just something so so poetic about <laughs> it's like snail mailing the game. <laughs> we live in the year 2020. I pre-ordered the game online at you know like a thousand years ago. Did you <laughs> do you, do you remember if you paid extra to get it day 1? No. That's not a thing anymore. Oh god. Uh, not not on Amazon Prime. Good luck ducking spoilers, man. I I've been Doing it so far, but with people like you out there, I might not be able to. I just think it'll be unavoidable once, like, everybody has their hands on it. I just, I'm, I'm pissed because I want to talk about this game, but I'm out of respect for Ryan, not you, Lucas, because you don't like the game for some reason. (laughs) Uh, I'm not going to be able to. Like, I'm not going to be able to talk to you, Lucas, because you're not playing the game. I'm not going to talk to Ryan about it because he's probably not going to be able to play it for a while. And I don't really have that many friends that like The Last of Us. So nope. I will just exist in my own little world. At least with, like, The Witcher, I could talk about it on the podcast, even if you guys didn't really want to listen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I, I won't be able to do that for this. So that's going to be weird. I mean, the problem with me is that, like, a lot of the value in Last of Us for me is the story. Oh, well, yeah. Like, I remember when I played it back through, I was like, eh. Not not as much like it's it's all about for me like oh fuck I'm really invested in this like they've done a fantastic job of like building up these characters and everything like that and yeah if if it gets spoiled for me it literally will be like do I even buy the game at this point like and see like I I respect what Naughty Dog does with like their games and their gameplay and that kind of stuff but at the same time I acknowledge it's not really anything flashy or new it just works well. Uh, but like their storytelling and their characters and all that kind of stuff is what makes the game like such a tier above. 
And so like if if this was, you know, roles reversed and Ryan's like, I got The Last of Us too, and then like started talking about where he was in the story, I would literally drive to California and kill him. Mm. Um so yeah. I I just I won't do that. I it I don't know, man. I feel like Andrew, you and I will end up on a duo cast at some point in the future and then you Well just... no, because then like I don't know, like what if somebody you know, like clicks on it and listens and then they hear a spoiler. Like I'm not gonna well, do that. You don't think we would label the dick out of that saying spoilers for The Last of Us Part Two? It's the principle of the matter. <laughs> okay, by that virtue, what if you are talking about it with somebody who's interested in it and then like somebody nearby overhears you and then it's spoiled for them? But that's why I'm not going to talk about it. But you said you wa- I I don't fucking get this. All right, whatever. Ryan, what are you checking out? Um, I made an alt account for Warzone and already have deleted it. Oh really? god. Yeah. I'm Fuck sorry, that, man. man. I I tried my best last night. I mean, I played after you were gone too. Like it it's just man, like did, I'm Did you just go on a, a spree? It made it worse. I was oh, like, no. "Oh, maybe if I get an alt account, I'll get like a grace period of like new you know, new account players and I'll be able to actually have fun with the game again. But no, like literally I won the first game with 12 kills playing against, yeah, like clearly a bunch of new people. Like I was just, I couldn't be stopped. Mm-hmm. And then just got bitch slapped mm-hmm. like constantly, dude. Like literally nonstop, six matches in a row. I played with you two and we did like all right, but in the end we would always get bitch slapped. Yeah. And then I think I won one more game because I had been bitch slapped hard enough that like it wrapped back around and they were like, oh, all right, let's put them back in a normal lobby. So I again did really well and won the game. And then I got bitch slapped again for like six more games, like harder than ever. And I was like, all right, like I'm done, dude. Like, I guess I'll go back to my main account where I have like, you know, the battle pass and right. I can at least level up shit and like already have all my guns and classes set up. Like there's literally apparently no reason to ever use an alt account. On Warzone, because it's actually going to exacerbate the problem. Man, I am sorry that garbage matchmaking is ruining this game for you. It really is. Like, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to play this game again without, like, people. Yeah. Uh, that um, I feel like, for me, yeah, I, I'm I'm a big fan of, like, solo gaming. Like, when I love playing with people, but I also love playing by myself. Like, I'm right. good with either or. But it's, it's fucking impossible. Like, it is beating your head against a brick wall i don't want to play this game for eight hours a day and play fps aim trainers like four hours a day for the rest of it in order to like ascend to that level like Mm -hmm. it's it's never going to be in the cards for me so like fuck man just mix everyone up why is that so hard it doesn't it doesn't make sense i don't even care if i get bitch slapped i just don't want it to be every single match with every single gunfight that i get into i i I, if it happens every once in a while after i'm able to kill some people and like mix around and ooh get into a really even gunfight where you know it was really tough fought but i won or really tough fought but i lost like and then and then eventually run into a team that is clearly outclassing me. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That felt like my PUBG experience. And then sometimes you don't run into the team that outclasses you and you win. Like why why is it the way that it is? It's so fucking frustrating. So yeah, no, I, I'm 
I don't know if I'll be playing much Warzone in, unless like other people are playing it now. It, it is. It's it's such a good game, man. But boy, did they really fuck up the matchmaking. Like I would have never guessed in a million years that I would be so negative on that game when it first came out because man, it was literally tailor made for me. Like frustrating, man. You wanna fire up Blops on the PS3 and work out some hell yeah. <laughs> I am always down for Black Ops. I and I really want to do it on uh, in November when the 10th anniversary happens. I want to try to like get as many people as possible who still have their old PS3s to fire it back up and have a 10th anniversary gaming session. I feel like that'd be really fun. Sounds like a plan. But also like now. <laughs> so, there you go. Um, and the last two breakouts I'll shout out super quick a uh, couple new anime on Netflix uh, Doro Hidoro and ba- uh, New Season of Baki both are great Doro Hidoro like Quentin Tarantino doing a memory mystery uh, but the guy who has amnesia also has a lizard head and it's just fucking ridiculous and a lot of fun and very much like uh, that kind of vibe where Every character is, like, a member of Team Rocket where they're bad guys and, like, morally nebulous but, like, so over-the-top and likable that it doesn't really matter. Um, And then Grappler Baki is just, like, a weird martial arts anime where, like, I don't know if the plot or the story structure is really any good but you can tell it's made by a human being who cares more about competitive fighting than any other person alive and that makes it an interesting experience at least and just like that we are going into the group chat ryan if you had to put uh if you had to rank season two of what we do in the shadows zero to ten ten being the highest because who does it the other way what would you give it I'd say like a solid nine. Right? It was great. Yeah. It's, it's definitely going to be on my top ten shows of 2020, and that is a very exclusive list. I And I don't let just any show on that list. I mean, I don't. I'm going to... I watch 30 plus shows a year. Like, it is not easy. And, I, and the shows that I watch are ones that I like, so it is not easy to crack the top ten. It seems very, very likely uh, because of the quality of season two that it'll be definitely top 10 so i cannot wait for the top 10 episodes where i uh, emphatically argue that the four shows i was able to manage to put onto that list (laughs) deserve to be in the list alongside yours nope i I think you have to (laughs) they don't i think you have to add andrew that those are also the only four shows you watched i mean yeah like if i watched it it's gonna be on there if it came out this year and I watched it, it's going to be on there. And I that's, still know that I won't be able to fill up the list. And and that's me for video games. And as a result, <laughs> I don't care about the video game category. I, I by and large, let you guys duke it out. Like I, I'm going to have to fight to keep The Last of Us 2 from taking the top spot on that list, aren't I? Mm, well, I'm not probably not going to play it by then. Yeah. I mean, maybe. It depends well, on when the PS5 comes out. And if I'm able to get it hands on it, because it seems like there's not going to be much of a pre-order system. Mm-hmm. So if I can't get my hands on a PS5 quick enough and 
uh, you know, it doesn't drop until literally Black Friday. You're like, I don't know, man. Yeah. It might, uh, it might be tough for me to play it before the end of the year. Now, whether or not I just put it on there anyway. Because <laughs> he knows. Because <laughs> I know that it'll be... I doubt I'll be able to put it at number one, but I mean, I'm, I have not played that many video games released in 2020 already, so it's probably not going to be many games as it stands. Fair. Uh, yeah, I also really liked uh, What We Do in the Shadows, season two. Um, ending was, uh, yeah, well, we talked about it at the top of the show, but uh, solid, definitely game-changing, and I really can't wait for season three. Yeah. Um, anything else happening that we can all talk about? I don't think so. Hmm. All right, then that will take us to the wind down. Thank you so much for listening to the 99th episode of Voluntary Viewing recorded on June 14th, 2020. Got the big one double bagel coming up next time we do this, which fucking at the rate we're going who the hell knows when that'll come out but uh maybe next week hopefully next week um if you enjoyed this episode please remember to like comment subscribe all the stuff you do when you like something on the internet uh you can also support us on patreon uh join the likes of tiffany cole sensual richard nixon and sucky badger follow us on twitter at v2 underscore podcast for updates about what's going on with the show and yeah, follow me, Lucas DeRider, on Twitter, at Lucas DeRider. And like, I don't know, maybe maybe dig into my likes and uncover some stuff there. But probably not, because I'm pretty good about uh, not being horny on me and on the internet. <laughs> How are we ending this? Oh, also, uh, yeah, again, ActBlue uh, donation link down below. Support if you can, please. How We're we ending, ending it this? with a clap sync. Oh, shit. I, God damn it, writer. I started typing clap sync into the search bar instead of time.gov. I, I've done that before. <laughs> Does that come up with any results? What if there's a better system? <laughs> okay, I'm going to check that quick. Clap sync. No. Hmm. We should make it. Think about... How how much money you will make from the podcast industry? <laughs> Not a lot. Not because it won't be popular, because that's the industry. Um. Oh God, my mine froze just just as I was about to do it. Damn it. Okay, fifty one, two, three. Yep. yep. Let's do it at fifty nine. Lucas, you've gone too far the other way. Now you're just being contrarian and not picking round number. What do you want from me? <laughs> I just want to be a good friend and podcast host. What What do I do? <laughs> Shorten the intro and outro music by like oh, 50%. <laughs> Andrew, whatever the opposite of a size queen is, you are that. It's too long. 